welcome to episode 23 of Mum Talk. I hope you are having a beautiful week. Happy, happy 1st of August. My goodness, can you believe we're in August? I definitely can't believe we're in August. I almost feel like with this pregnancy time, I, I sometimes wish time away. I don't wish time away, but time just seems to... I kind of am counting down the next week, the next week, the next week, the next week, because everything in pregnancy, as you know, if you're pregnant or have had children, is done in weeks. So it seems a little bit... Yeah, it just seems like I'm counting the weeks, um, and it's just been like that since I found out I was pregnant. So yeah, August, we're in August. I am 35 weeks on Friday, so I'm currently 34 weeks plus five. I'm 35 weeks on Friday, two weeks from the drop zone. I'm calling it the drop zone on 37 weeks, I'm calling the drop zone, um, which obviously just means that any time I can give birth to baby. I mean, it could be now if baby wanted to come early. And sometimes I really feel like she does because she is just kicking me in the ribs and there's clearly not a huge amount of space going on in there. Um, But I had my scan. So if you guys listened last week, you'll know that I was sent in for my, uh, for a growth scan because I came up measuring small. Um, Now I really do believe now that this was because my midwife came to the house and we, um, she obviously measured me on my sofa where I was lying down. We've got kind of like a chaise longy type section of the sofa. So I was lying down in what I thought was the position of the um, doctor's bed, but clearly it wasn't and I was measuring up small. So when I went in and I saw, I actually saw a sonographer who I'd seen before, Sue, at um, Exeter RD&E, and she was so lovely, she was so, so nice, Um, and she was actually training someone at the time as well, which I thought was brilliant because I think I got loads and loads of extra information that maybe I wouldn't necessarily have got, Um, or she's just absolutely fantastic and gives me so much info, but yeah, she's an absolute dream, and went in, I wasn't really nervous at all, but this growth scan is absolutely incredible. Um, so one thing my midwife was also unsure about was the position of the baby and if baby was still head down. So I could confirm last week and this week that, well, this week, um, oh wait, where are we? We are Wednesday. Yeah, we're Wednesday. Okay, so last week. I had my growth scan last week. Um, that baby is head down. I do feel like she's done an awful lot of wriggling since then, though. So, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see what my midwife says on Monday when I see her on Monday for my next appointment. Hopefully she will be able to confirm baby is still head down. I don't know if they have a huge amount of room to do like a complete 180, but I I just have this image in my head that she is probably wriggling around. Um, So the growth scan side of things, they measure the circumference of the head, circumference of the belly and then the length of the femur which is the thigh bone they then put all of that um, they do it a couple of times and then they put all of that information into a um, chart and then that they can plot on your graph to see where you actually are um, and then they can guess kind of or give a give an approximate estimate of the weight of your baby currently I'm pleased to announce that baby is completely normal, completely average. 
I think she is slightly, she's bang on average with um, her head circumference, which is great. Not an overly big head, which my um, hoo-ha is very happy about. <laughs> um, and belly is the teeniest, tiniest, teeniest bit over average. And Hendrik said, oh great, well she's got your pop belly then. Um, and then her femur length is very, very slightly over average also. So she is doing good. All in all, she is completely on average. I am completely where I should be on my growth mark line on my chart. Um, and I think weight of baby at 34 weeks was just under £5. So let's hope that she grows nice and steady, nice and slowly up until my due date or whenever my body feels like giving birth to this child, this little rascal inside. Um, and they measure, they also measure, and I find this fascinating, so they measure the kind of four corners of your uterus and they check the amniotic fluid. There's not a huge amount of amniotic fluid in there at the moment because there's not that much room. Um, but there were kind of, but the way she was lying, there were three corners of amniotic fluid, but that was all okay as well. And then, um, yep, she's moving as I'm talking about you. Yes, I am. Yes, I am talking about you. Um... And what else do they measure? Oh yes, they measure the um, effectiveness of the placenta and the umbilical cord bringing in nutrients and taking away whatever it takes away. Um, it was absolutely incredible to see. So they put the, just like your 20-week scan, they put the colours on the screen to check that uh, it is doing what it should be doing. And then they listen to the sound wave of the umbilical cord from your placenta to baby pump and it's absolutely incredible and then they put that on average or high mine is really pretty good mine is above average which is brilliant um slightly concerning that maybe baby will just enjoy being fed through the placenta um, and actually won't want to come out but who knows who knows and then yeah you just wait for your results um and they just let you know that everything is okay and you leave that's all there is to it it was great. It was brilliant. And it was amazing to see her. She's got, she had her hand up on her fist and she was kind of just resting on her fist. And you could see her teeny tiny little button nose, which was very, very cute. Um, and great because I think it's my little button nose rather than Hendrick's great big honker of a nose. Um, and I apologize for that noise. It's my husband outside. I'm sitting upstairs in the nursery and he is currently mowing the lawn. And I think our compost is possibly full. And that's why he is wheeling our bin out. So to put the grass cuttings in. Not that you needed to know that. But there you go. Bit of life <laughs> life in our house. Um, so I checked my midwife. And I told her that everything was absolutely fine. And it was really nice to actually do that before I headed up to London. Because I then jumped on a flight from Exeter. We were literally like seven minutes from the airport. So the easiest thing for us to do is fly. But I've never flown to London before. Um, and technically I wasn't really allowed. Um, the flybees cut off is 34 weeks and I was 34 weeks and two days. It's ridiculous. 34 weeks and two days. So I went anyway. 
no one asked me for anything. No one asked me for a fit to fly. I did have a fit to fly, but no one asked me for it. So there you go. It was absolutely fine, and it was amazing. Um, on the way back, however, I had to get the train. I didn't feel like I could push it at 34 weeks and five days. So I got the train home. We were obviously delayed, as are most of my train rides. I don't think I've ever had, or maybe this year, I have had a good train ride home or up to London yet. I've claimed a lot of um, money back with their new incentive of being on time where if your train is over an hour delayed, you can claim your fare. But I didn't have to do that this time. We were about 20 minutes delayed. But when we got on the train, the train was the wrong way around. I feel really sick anyway when I go backwards. And I always book a forward-facing seat. And I did book a forward-facing seat this time, but the train was backwards. So I was, of course facing the other way. Anyway, I, it was a packed train. I walked through all of the carriages trying to look for another seat forward facing. Um, but the only carriage that there was some forward facing in, the aircon had broken. So it was absolutely stifling. So I went and chatted to the train manager and he was a very nice man. And I just said, look, I'm heavily pregnant. This is not ideal. This is a three and a half hour train. I've already been traveling for an hour. I waited at the station for half an hour and I've got half an hour when I get home. So I'm going to be traveling for about six hours. Um, what do you suggest we do? Because I am very uncomfortable right now and I can't sit in my own seat because the train is backwards and that's not my fault. Anyway, he let me sit in first class, which was very nice. And I didn't take the mickey. Uh, they offered me food and drink, but I declined. I actually think I had a bottle of water because my water ran out. But they were very, very kind letting me sit up there. It wasn't actually a haircon, so it was pretty hot, but at least it was incredibly quiet and luxurious to say the least on a train. I've never sat in first class before, but they were very, very kind. So thank you very much. Um, great restaurant rail for being very kind to me um, and letting me sit up front. Um, so London was amazing and I'm sorry I'm saying lots of ums this podcast. I'm well aware of that and you're probably getting very frustrated listening to it. But um, that's what to be hap- seems to be happening at the moment. My train of thought goes very, very quickly with pregnancy. Maybe you're pregnant and you feel that way too (laughs) but it takes me a while to get my words out and what I actually mean currently um oh there we go again see just not very good okay for the rest of the podcast I'm really going to try not to say um London was amazing I arrived on Saturday very early my sister picked me up from the state uh, from the airport and I had a lovely little um snack with her and then my beautiful friend Annie who you might know she is a yoga teacher runs retreats with me she did my Portugal retreat with me runs a beautiful online blog and YouTube videos and things um under mind body bowl she took me out for brunch and we went to the ivy we went to the ivy at uh I think it's called city garden or something like that It was absolutely delicious. Oh my goodness. I had kind of like an eggs benedict thing. But instead of it being with smoked salmon, it was with avocado. And my goodness, it was amazing. And then I also had this drink, which was just divine. And of course, can't remember what it was, but I think it was elderflower, lemon and ginger with loads of crushed ice. And wow, it was amazing. So we had brunch and then we went across town to Chelsea 
where she had booked us in for some treatments and I had an amazing prenatal massage with this lovely lady and the different thing about this massage which I was a little bit sceptical about at the beginning because I thought, oh, this is odd because you're really told not to do this when you're pregnant, well, as pregnant as I am, lie on your back. So when I went in, she said, oh, you're going to be lying on your back, but you actually lie on a water pillow. So it's this rectangular-shaped pillow which kind of goes between just above your butt and just below the tip of your shoulders. And it's filled with warm water, which, I mean, wasn't ideal because it was pretty hot and pretty sweaty. Possibly would have been better if it was filled with cool water. <laughs> but I get it. It's to help the muscles really, really relax. But it was almost just, it was just too hot. Um, and, but incredibly relaxing. And they massage you just like they would massage a normal person, not pregnant. Maybe the pressure was a little bit less, but... And you obviously don't lie on your front. But she can, excuse me, she can access the back of your body because of because this pillow is so slippery. And when she pushes down on one side of your body, the water goes to the other side. So you're almost floating as she massages you. It's a very odd feeling to start with, but I got used to it very, very quickly. <laughs> and it was just the most amazing 90 minutes of pure relaxation. I definitely fell asleep. Definitely jumped a few times, which I do in my sleep a lot, which was very embarrassing. But I don't think she minded. And then after that, we went to the Good Life Eatery and had a little bit of a snack. In fact, it wasn't really a snack. Well, I had brownie and chocolate milk because I just clearly needed a bit of a sugar rush after my massage. Possibly not the best thing for my body. And Annie had dinner because uh, I was going going to back to my sister's for dinner. Annie had dinner and then I bought her carrot cake as well. So I, I was basically feeding... Annie, <laughs> rather than feeding myself and making her eat for two rather than me eat for two. <laughs> um, I'm a bit of a feeder, so I'm not sure she appreciated that very much, but um, I think she felt a little bit sick after all the carrot cake. <laughs> but never mind, it was really fun. And then I went back and had dinner with my sister, and we spent the evening baking. So we baked loads and loads of cakes and cooked um, most of the bits and pieces for my baby shower, which my sister hosted me, a London baby shower. And you'll never guess, my mum, well, you'll never believe, actually, you'll probably guess, my mum is hosting me a Devon baby shower this weekend. So I didn't have to make my London friends come to Devon or my Devon friends go to London um, so it was really, really sweet of them both to do this. And oh my goodness, did my sister put in all the effort. She put in so much effort. So we baked on the evening before. We made a quiche. We had a lot of vegans there, but Michelle and I right now, we're not vegan. And um, we're kind of eating everything. So, And we had our auntie coming. She's not vegan. And we had a couple of others who weren't vegan either. So we just wanted to make a few bits for both. So we made um, a quiche the night the night before, which we saved, actually. Uh, I managed to put way too much milk in. Um, and I actually think I put almond milk in, not normal milk. Um, I put way too much milk in, so it was really runny. And then I poured it into the quiche, and I was like, that is never going to solidify. Never, ever. And there was no cheese in the recipe either, and I thought, that's odd, quiche without cheese. So... I 
kind of grabbed the quiche back out of the oven and poured the filling, which was basically just milk, into the sink and then and then mixed up a new filling um and the luckily the spinach tomatoes and bacon and stuff stayed put in the quiche and then I just poured that over and it was absolutely delicious quiche it was absolutely delicious I want really want to make it um again actually thinking about that maybe I'll make it for dinner um and we also made vegan cupcakes, and this was my sister's first attempt at vegan baking, and she did incredibly well. The vegan cupcakes were delicious. We also made vegan banana bread. We made hummus and crudite. We made really yummy um, quinoa, blueberry, raspberry, and strawberry salad, which was delicious, and mint salad. We made... What else did we make? We made mackerel pate, which my sister's really, really good at making. Really, really simple. It's literally mackerel, Philadelphia, crème fraîche, and lemon and pepper. That's it. And we made... What else did we make? Oh, I made a tomato tart, which is vegan. And lemon drizzle cake. That wasn't vegan. <laughs> a lot of butter in that. And what else? Smashed avocado. I made some homemade granola. We had soy yogurt and berries. Yeah, so tons and tons of food. Tons of food. And for my baby shower guest this weekend we're pretty much having the same thing because it was easy and I know what I'm doing and my sister knows what she's doing this time as well my sister gave me the best surprise she is actually coming to the Devon one she was meant to be going to Germany for a wedding but she's sending her boyfriend off to do that alone <laughs> and she's coming to my baby shower which is awesome so the morning of the baby shower my sister was a little bit stressed but I can understand why now, because she was just making sure everything was absolutely perfect. So we did these wonderful games. So if you have a baby shower in the planning, or maybe your friend, you might have an inkling your friend's doing one, or maybe your friend's pregnant and you're throwing them a little bit of a baby shower or a baby gathering. These are just some really fun things to do, and I thought these were absolutely brilliant. So at the table when we were eating brunch, there was ribbon like a, um everyone had a piece of ribbon with their napkin and their cutlery all tied together it was really cute and we played the game where everyone had to guess um the size of my tummy the size of beanie in my belly so they had to basically wrap the ribbon around themselves and figure out how big it was anyway absolutely everyone came up massive <laughs> and which was i don't know quite a compliment I don't know, you could see it as either way. Either I just look ginormous, but I'm not actually that ginormous, or I'm not sure. But they all fell to my ankles when I put them over my head. That was really funny. My auntie came a little bit later, and when she did it, she had a very methodical approach. She looked at, my, she looked at me, measured kind of the depth, measured the width, and then times that by two, and, and she was pretty much spot on, actually. She definitely won. Then we ate a little bit more brunch, and um, we then did some photos. So this was another game. Everyone bought a baby photo and pinned them all up. I had to guess who was who. And what was really confusing was there was two of me. So I was picking between three of me, one of which happened to be my sister, so that was good. And then I did get the other two as me. And then two, um, one was my cousin, who I guessed very obviously, and one was a friend, Riri, and she's very like her baby photo. She hasn't changed that much. <laughs> um, and then the others I really struggled with. I'm not very good at picking out little features that have stayed stayed with people. So that was 
really funny. We did that. I think I messed that game up a little bit. It possibly would have been more fun if everyone had to guess who was who. So I think we'll probably switch that up for Sunday. Um, I hope no one's listening. If you're coming on Sunday, I'm sorry. I'm basically ruining what we're going to be doing at the baby shower for you. So maybe turn it off if you don't want to know anything else. After that, we went into my sister's shed. So my sister's shed is basically like a really beautiful outbuilding um, in her little garden in London. And they lived in it for a very long time. I'm I'm not sure if I was mentioning that at the beginning of my podcast, but they were living in it over Christmas. Uh, And they, yeah, they, they just basically fit their whole house into the shed and storage. Anyway, we went in there and she had bought plain white baby grows and then bought this non-toxic, baby-friendly fabric paint, paintbrushes, lined the table with newspaper. Everything was all set up and everyone had to paint a baby grow. It was absolutely brilliant. And if you go on my Instagram, you will see a photo because, holy cow, my friends are so talented. So we painted, I don't know how many baby grows I'm looking at right now, but I reckon there's maybe 15 baby grows right there. 14 maybe, yeah, 14 baby grows. And um, they all got painted and they are all beautiful and you can wash them. So as my job this afternoon, I'm going to wash them all because it's been 72 hours since they were painted. And I'm just crossing everything that the paint stays exactly where it should on the baby grows because they are just a work of art. They are absolutely beautiful. Um, Go on my Instagram and have a look. But it is such a fun activity to do. It took a little bit of time, but everyone adored it everyone loved it and we're going to do the same thing on Sunday so that's going to be really fun the baby shower's at my mum's house so I think she's a little bit apprehensive as to where we're going to do this but I was like we'll go on the lawn it's fine if we spill paint on the grass it doesn't matter so she might end up with having some multicoloured grass going on at home um so that was amazing fun and then we went back upstairs and obviously there was a lot of brunch left because Michelle and I massively overcated and we had tea and cake. Everyone wrote in this beautiful book my sister had bought, and I'd bought my Polaroid camera up, which I had for my wedding, and everyone wrote a note to myself and Hendrik and the baby um, and put a little Polaroid picture of themselves with me um, next to the little note. So we have those little notes um, forever, and it's something I can share with Hendrik when the book is finished from the guests at the baby shower on Sunday. Um, But yeah, it was just absolutely incredible, the baby shower. There was so much love. Beanie was spoiled with so many beautiful, beautiful presents. I have to say, I had presents for me, I had presents for the baby that ranged from beautiful newborn clothes to clothes when she's three to six months to six to nine months, which... Actually, if you're going to a baby shower or you're buying your friend something, it's brilliant. Everyone gives you newborn stuff. And also, as a to-be mum, you kind of think, right, I've got to buy some newborn stuff because if baby comes early, I've got to have that stuff. So you you, you do tend to buy your own newborn stuff or something that's been handed down from friends before your baby shower. So if you're going to a baby shower, such a great idea to get people, you know, at least zero to three month clothes or three to six month clothes, um, something like that. So you're not constantly um, just chucking away absolutely everything. I think my sister bought one pack of zero to threes 
and one pack of six to nines uh, baby grows, which is really nice because it means that some of the girls who painted will, you know, they'll not get, um, not chucked away, because they definitely won't ever get chucked away, but they won't get used up really, really quickly. So that was the baby shower, and after that, Michelle and I were absolutely cream crackered, so we did um, a bit of clearing up, and then we both fell asleep for about an hour until like 7.30, and um, then we had dinner, and that was that. And then on Monday, I had a great day, went to see Annie, I went into Shoreditch House, had a swim on their rooftop swimming pool, which was lovely, then walked across town to go and see my friend Rebecca, who was 41 weeks um, hello, if you're listening, I know you listen to these podcasts, I hope you have baby, maybe, maybe not, when you listen, actually, if it's today that you're listening, Rebecca, you'll, um, you probably won't have baby, because <laughs> I know, by checking your Instagram, baby is still very much in your belly, um, but that was lovely, we had a really nice prego catch-up, and I hadn't seen her in ages, and it was just so, so nice to talk, um, everything pregnancy and non-pregnancy, then I walked across town, saw my cousin, um, and then I went to see my friend Zoe, and then dinner with my uncle and my sister, so yeah, it was a busy day with lots of walking, but it was great, felt really, really good, then I came home yesterday, um, so that's kind of how my week's been, and I've been feeling really good in myself, a lot of people have been asking how I'm feeling, and I have to say I am feeling still absolutely brilliant in myself, um, my body feels great. I'm definitely having a bit of a growth spurt at the moment. It seems like before my growth scan, um, I didn't feel like I was growing at all. And then once I had my growth scan, it was almost like, yeah, okay, I'm ready to grow now. I'm going to grow. So I feel like my tummy and my boobs have grown quite significantly this, um, whilst I've been in London. Also, when my, whenever I go to my sister and I'm around my sister, I always seem to grow. My sister always says, um, that I literally grow centimetres when I'm with her and she can see me growing which is really funny but I do feel quite a bit heavier um and I think I was talking to Rebecca about this when I saw her but I think I might have had my first Braxton Hicks I'm not sure I'm really not sure but when I'm walking and I do walk really fast I kind of had an area of my stomach not the top not the bottom I thought it would be the whole thing but like the side which just went really really hard and I, I felt this pressure, so I kind of thought, oh, I should slow down. And that, I mean, does that sound like a Braxton Hicks? I have no idea. I really don't know. Um, I thought it was just kind of ligament tugging before, but maybe maybe that's what that is. Anyway, I'm not sure, but they're not painful. Um, I don't think they're meant to be Braxton Hicks, but then they certainly weren't painful, they certainly weren't uncomfortable. The most uncomfortable thing, actually, is when baby sticks her foot in my ribcage, and then I drive. Driving is very uncomfortable at the moment, because I have a very short torso, so when I sit down, the baby goes right up under my ribcage, that's what it feels like anyway, and then any bumps or anything like that, it just kind of irritates that area of the ribcage and almost feels quite bruising but it's never actually bruising but that's what it feels like um so I felt really good and I felt really energetic I've taken a few more naps than maybe I normally would have and find that I'm sleeping uh 
in the day a little bit more than usual but I think that's also because I can't sleep very well at night I kind of tend to drift off around midnight wake up at five and then that seems to be all that my body needs so I think baby sleep training is well and truly happening right now well and truly happening um so I don't know if you have also seen um I have been developing a little bit of a YouTube channel this has been something that you guys have been requesting and I'm kind of just try trialing it at the moment especially when um I am reviewing quite a lot of brands and um getting in touch with a lot of brands to share with you guys a lot of you are saying oh we actually really want to see the product and we can see it on your Instagram but not that clearly so I figured I would try and get these guys up on YouTube as well so it's easy for you to go and have a look at. So YouTube is just Mum Talk Podcast, I've kept it all the same so um, definitely go and have a look at that. It might just be Mum Talk actually but have a Google and find it um, and have a look at that. There's a really good, I'm really proud of <laughs> one video. My um, I'm all I'm getting used to all of this. So yeah, go and cringe at my videos. But I've done it. I've did the nappy one, which you probably saw if you watched last week's podcast. And I also have done one with the Ergo Baby Carrier and the Fornessi Baby Wrap, which with my teddy bear, which just shows a bit of the wrapping, which I absolutely adore. Both of those carriers are absolutely fantastic. I cannot um, say how comfortable they are. I've tried on quite a few. I went to, um, it wasn't a sling library, but it was just a store where they had some slings and I tried on quite a few and they were so uncomfortable and they were hot and they were kind of itchy on my skin. I was just wearing a t-shirt and I thought, oh, this is going to rub. If I get sweaty, that's going to rub. But these ones, I mean, the Fornessi wrap is just soft as silk and the Ergo Baby Carrier is, I've got a cool mesh one. It's called the Omni 360 and it's, um, super super thin super lightweight and you really feel like that your body your body is breathing through the material so you don't get sweaty where you've got the band around your hips I hate feeling sweaty and clammy and bleh. Um, so I would definitely recommend if you're going to a sling library try those on the cool mesh one um, or go to John Lewis if they're sold there and, and try that on um, or at least feel the material, because it is really worthwhile, especially if you go on holiday, and you are going to be carrying baby when you go on holiday, it will, when we go to France, it's obviously a little bit warmer in France, um, so yeah, it's, it is worth really looking into that one, um, and the wraps as well, because that, I, I can imagine, is going to be beautiful around the house, um, and for little, little strolls to um, the post office and stuff. So, um, what else did I want to tell you this week? Yeah, so my, my baby um, videos on YouTube, and I have also put one about us installing our car seat. I don't know if I told you about that on last week's podcast. I think I did, but yeah, it wasn't the most easiest um, and calmest thing we've ever done. But now our, um, our car seat is sitting downstairs in the utility room waiting to go back in the car. Now we have our car back in the garage. It went to the garage momentarily. And I have just been today, which is one of the reasons why I'm very relaxed and doing this podcast and saying lots of ums. I have just been for a, another prenatal massage. I know you're probably thinking, oh my God, can this girl get enough massages? But really, I can't. Um went to see my lovely masseuse called Annie, she's French, she works at the Pig Hotel in Gittersham, near me, it's not too far away from me, 
and I had an amazing prenatal massage and she really is the best person I have ever, ever, ever had. If you're local to Exeter, this is definitely not a plug. They have no idea that I'm doing this. I am purely doing this because this is the best person I've ever been massaged by in my entire life. She's French. She's called Annie. She's an absolute angel. And she I've just never had a massage like it, let alone a prenatal massage. And she's not scared of going quite hard on you. Um, so she, you really do feel like you have just been completely released in your upper back and your shoulders and she does the best foot massage and head massage and I think a good couple of my prenatal yogis have been to see her and are also just in absolute heaven when they um, when they come out of her room just like me. So there you go. Um, I don't think there's much else for me to share with you this week and I don't want to keep waffling on. Um, Next week I'm hoping, it might be the week after, but next week I am hoping to do a, um, oh no, next week is definitely a podcast on sleep. So it's going to be one of two podcasts on sleep. So the first one is going to be, as long as it goes okay, I'm going to see sleep sleep specialists at the Grow Company. Um, They are going to talk to us all about how to dress your baby when they go to sleep um, kind of things around SIDS, so sudden infant death syndrome, um, what you should, your baby should be sleeping in, all this kind of stuff, which is going to be super helpful because I still have no idea really, temperature of the rooms, all this kind of thing, so really great information is coming our way. I'm seeing them on Friday, so it should definitely be up the next week, and then the week after that, it's going to be following on with sleep essentials, um, so I'm going to be taking you through, um, Sleep Essentials, mentioning some uh, really great brands who I have hunted down and wanted to share with you. Uh, And then the week after that will probably be something like a hospital bag episode because I will be packing my hospital bag because if I'm 35 weeks next week, I'll be 36 weeks the week after and then that will be, yeah, a good old hospital bag episode. So there we go. There we go. That's what's in store for the next few weeks. But yeah, next week, definitely tune in. It's going to be a really, really interesting podcast. And actually, Hendrik and I tomorrow also have our first day course with Liz, who came on the podcast a couple of weeks ago. So if you haven't listened to Liz's first aid podcast, I would highly recommend it if you're about to have children or if you have children or if you have children who are currently moving to solid foods, definitely listen to Liz's podcast because it was brilliant. Um... And obviously my favourite podcast, and because I've been chatting about her in this podcast, I had my friend Rebecca on my podcast quite early on actually, so have a little scroll down, I can't remember what episode it is, maybe like three or four, episode three or four, but it's the episode with Rebecca, and um, we had such a giggle during that episode and it was really fun, so she is um, a yogi and also has another full-time job. Um, she's just an absolute superstar and she's doing things like shared parental leave with her husband. They're thinking about traveling abroad for um, like four months or something of their maternity leave that they're doing together. So very, very cool. Very cool. Um, and have a little listen about her thoughts about pregnancy. And yeah, she is literally about to give birth. Um, and my friend, I think, is, my other friend, is currently being induced today, so I am eager to find out how she gets on, but I'm trying not to be one of those friends who's like, 
how are you doing? How are you doing? How are you doing? So I just sent her a message saying, I'm thinking of you today. And I really hope that everything is going well for her. Um, one thing I'll also say um, is, because I know a lot of you have been emailing me to ask about this and messaging me to ask about this, is my birth plan and where I'm at after our last chat with our midwife. So we've got to decide next week. But I think having had long chats with Hendrik about this um, and also the midwife telling us, which was in my last week's podcast, the midwife telling us that, you know, it's a, it's at least 50 minutes for us before we get from ordering the ambulance, getting into hospital, getting to be seen. It's going to be about 50 minutes, 50, five zero minutes. It kind of have, has just tipped the scale for me. So I think why not have a bit of home from home stuff, go and be in the birth centre with um, midwives. You're literally across the road from the labour ward if I so need it. And it also means that Hendrik will be a little bit more chilled. Plus, I think it's also, it could be quite nice, you know, bringing baby home for the first time. I think that's actually, could be, is quite an exciting, exciting thing. But I, I would love to have a home birth, but I just think that maybe 50 minutes is a touch too much. Um... So we shall see, but that's where we are at the moment. Maybe everything will change next week by the time I talk to you, uh, but that's where we are. All right, I will let you go. Uh, maybe you're walking um, or maybe you're at work or on your way to work, but thank you so much for listening. I hope it was full of a little bit of useful information, if not just a bit of a catch-up and um, a little bit of a friendly a uh, friendly voice in your ear, especially if you are pregnant. There are so many of you who are contacting me um, with beautiful messages. And thank you so much for being so kind and open and grateful for everything that I'm sharing with you. I really, really do appreciate hearing from you. It's lovely to hear from you. So keep connecting with me. I love it. And now I have kind of stopped working, um, doing my teaching uh, it's really, really nice to hear from you guys and feel like they've got connection with the outside world. I will chat to you next week, hopefully with the um, expertise of some sleep experts. Um, have a great rest of your week. Have a beautiful weekend. Enjoy the sunshine. It's going to be a hot one. If you're pregnant, keep your fluids up. And I'll speak to you next week. Lots of love. Bye.